Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Jesus glory to Jesus I thank God for your lives by the special grace of God myself and my family we are doing well the Lord bless you and empower all of you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus hallelujah amen once again I want to welcome all of you to the best month ever to the ever anointed month ever hallelujah we thank God for blessing us with the gift of life I want to welcome all of you to the month of God's victory and we know that we will walk even in the victory of God in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus amen Hallelujah. God bless you. Please kindly share the link. Kindly share the link. Invite your friends and loved ones. Let them partake even in what God wants to do. Hallelujah. God bless you, Babs. God bless you. God bless you. 
Amen. Please share the link. Share the link. Don't be selfish. Share the link. Amen. Great, great. I can see some of you sharing the link. But there are some people too. You have hardened your heart. And you have said in your own mind and in your heart, you will never share any link. Meanwhile, the Bible said the Lord will take out the, the stony heart and give us the heart of flesh. So I don't know why some people's hearts are still so hard. Share the link. Share the link. There's somebody saying that if I share the link to my friend, she will also join and receive her breakthrough. No, I want to be the first person to receive the breakthrough so that I will use the breakthrough to, you know, lift my shoulders. She, she, she. Share the link, share the link. Hallelujah. All right, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. I thank God for your lives. I thank God for your lives. And I want to welcome all of you to the month of victory. And in this month, we are going to experience the power of God and the glory of God in an amazing dimension. Hallelujah. So please, what I want all of you to do is to put yourself in whatever we are going to do. Amen. And this month, according to the plan of God, we are going to fast for 14 days. Amen. We are going to get 14 days in the course of the month to fast and pray. Hallelujah. So kindly get yourself ready. Some of you when God is even revealing something, you can't catch it. Hmm? Every time you are eating, every time your mouth is busy, and it is not praying in tongues, it's rather eating things. You have to be very, very careful. Hmm? So this month, we are going to fast. Hallelujah. Amen. Now some of you, even as I'm talking to you right now, you are eating. We, we, hallelujah, so please, we are going to fast and pray seriously, and one of the things I'm believing God for massively in our lives this month is that our faith will increase in God. Are you listening to me? I 
aduane na sa obi emu kohwegu kohwegu haleluya amen All right, all right. So please take note. This month, we are going to get 14 days in the course of the month to fast. It will not be continuous. Are you listening to me? And I'm also believing God that this month, all of us here will grow in our faith. Are you listening to me? We will grow in faith. And we'll make time and also talk about faith to a certain extent. Because there are many of you listening to me right now. You know you're a believer. You believe in Jesus Christ. But then, when certain troubles come after your life, your, the way you believe in Christ you know, begins to go down. There are many of us here, many, many, many of us here, Troubles actually test our faith for us to know the level we find ourselves, even in our work with God. There are some of you, when you know you are doing the right thing and people are insulting you, that one alone brings you down in your faith. You can't handle persecutions. Some of you just can't handle criticisms. When people begin to criticize you for the good thing that you know you are doing. Sometimes you just go out of the line and you begin to do things that are not expected of you. If you know you are in this category, it means you need to grow in your faith. Are you listening to me? You really need to grow in your faith. And the Lord is going to help us. And there is a reason why you need to grow in faith. Are you listening to me? There is a reason why you need to grow in faith. Because the word of the Lord said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You remember what God said when Jesus was being baptized in the Jordan River. The word of the Lord said, Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heavens opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him bodily in the form of a dove. And the moment that happened, the heavens opened, and God spoke and said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Now, I love the tree. The tree says, or so many. That means that without Jesus Christ, there is nothing that pleases God. Are you listening to me? Without Jesus Christ, nothing in this world can please God. Not even you. 
So if anybody or anything in this world wants to please God, then God has chosen the only way for him to be pleased, and that is Jesus Christ. And the only thing, you, you cannot be Jesus Christ, but then you can step into him such that the way God pleases him will be the way you will be pleased in the sight of God. And the only thing that you can do is which is stepping into Jesus is called faith in him. So it is when you have faith in Christ that you have now stepped into Christ. That is what the Bible said. If anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. So now God doesn't see you. He sees Christ whom he is well pleased. That is why the Bible said without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now that faith is not just believing. That faith is a simple definition of one putting his whole trust in Christ. Are you, are you following? Good. So the very moment you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, this is what actually happens. God will now carry your soul and place it inside that of Jesus. In a way that the way God sees Christ will be the way he sees you. And the beautiful aspect of it is that Christ is called the righteousness of God. The only thing that is right in the sight of God is Christ. So whenever you believe in him, you are in him. And the loving aspect is that he will also come and be in you in the form of the Holy Ghost. So we are in him and he is in us. And he being in us makes us righteous. So the word of the Lord said, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Whenever you step out of Christ, you are no longer righteous. So the righteousness that you find yourself in is because you are in Christ. This is the foundation of Christianity that we need to understand. And when we say righteousness, we are talking about that which is right before God. Are you listening to me? That is how God sees it. And even though there are dimensions of righteousness, but the first dimension of it is that God will give his righteousness to you, which is Christ himself. Then he will now lead you by the Holy Spirit in you to walk on the path of righteousness. So it is not just enough to say you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It must manifest in your life as a way of life, such that all your decisions will now be right before God. So claiming that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and still deciding wrongly, choosing what you want and not what God wants, there is a problem somewhere. 
Hallelujah. So we need to get this thing. The reason why I'm talking about faith and that you need to grow in faith is because we are in the month of victory. And the Bible said in the book of 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 that for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Look at that. That means that nobody can overcome the world if the person has not received victory. Because the Bible said, this is the victory that overcomes the world. So it is actually victory that really overcomes this world. And the Bible said, now this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So in as much as we are talking about this month as the month of victory, that which will let you experience total victory is your faith. Because the victory actually is your faith in disguise. What it means is that the level of your faith will determine how victorious you, you will be in this world. Are you getting my point? So you see, we all know the same first John chapter 5, verse 19. The Bible said, And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. This whole world lies in total wickedness. This world that we live in, it lies in total wickedness. The whole world is dark. But then there are people in this world who do not even see the darkness of this world. Why? Because they are constantly living in light. How were they able to achieve this? They spent time to grow their faith. Whatever negativity that is in this world, that which will let you overcome it is victory. Now, this victory, the Bible said, it is our faith. In G, what I'm trying to say is that Bebe with GDA and Yini Akudru and a better in Kunindia Ubina Awabrabu. I see the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. Are you listening to me? So you see, sometimes you are about to enter into marriage and some old people who have been married for many years will come to you and they will be telling you things about marriage and if care is not taken, you will even say you will not marry. Because about 99.9% of counselors who are married, whenever they are counseling people who are yet to marry, no matter the matter, they will use their life, their marital situation to counsel you. They will use what they have experienced in marriage to counsel you. Even if they don't mention it verbatim, it will in a way pass through the speech that they give to you. So whenever people, when you meet a counselor who are, who are suffered in marriage, sometimes the things they will say, 
you will even decide right there that you will not marry. When you meet a counselor who has been experiencing good things in marriage, the way they will counsel you, you will decide that you, will, you are marrying tomorrow. Are you, are you getting my point? Now, some of these people will tell you, how old are you? What do you know about love? You see what I'm talking about? What do you know about love? Marriage is a long journey. You have to be very careful. All these things are good. But sometimes even the donation of the advice is fear. Some of them will say, be very careful with this thing called marriage. <laughs> the thing alone should let you know. <laughs> Can I tell you something? In as much as it is good to take these advices, hear me, child of God. Marriage is not about how old you are. If you will fail, you will fail. Are you listening to me? Marriage is not about how old you are. It is how you humble yourself before Christ and to follow the leading of the Spirit that will give you the success in marriage. Understand marriage is hard work. We are not entering into marriage to feel good. You are entering into marriage to work till God calls you home. Now, if you have this understanding, there will be no time that you will say, I'm tired. You are not tired, though. Knowing very well that the work is eternal, you don't get tired. You continue working. Those who think that they entered into marriage to enjoy, they are the people who say, Hey, Radimzak, Mama. Are you getting my point? You know, some of you began to hear that if that finds a wife, finds a good thing, and God favors them. So in your mind, what you are looking for is that favor. And to you, favor is money. Favor is car. Favor is a house. this <laughs> So you entered into the marriage thinking that you are about to get some money, about to get a car. But many of you don't even know that that favor that God is giving to you is patience and long-suffering in trouble seasons. Some of you don't even know. Can you all hear me, please? You see, I'm, I'm saying this to help all of us, people of God. I'm saying this to help us. There is a certain mentality you need to build. Else, this life, eh? This world we are in. If you don't build a kingdom mentality, 
and renew your mind according to the word of God. You will complain, sir, till you die. I'm telling you. If you don't build a kingdom mentality and renew your mind by the word of God, you, I'm telling you the truth, you will complain, sir. Because the, the world has been designed by the God of this world to trouble you. It, the world is not in your favor at all, at all, at all. So don't think you'll find it easy in this world. There is something that will let you overcome the world. It is called the faith. And even that faith, you need to grow in it. Else, the world will ship you. Because the one that is controlling this world, the time of his punishment has not yet come. And the guy is aware that the time of his punishment has not yet come. So he wants to do everything to destroy people, including the elect of God. In Tiriasi Wemuna Yawano, so what we find Namimwen Yetia, there are many things you will not be able to receive. And Nema Nankupo and Kasadu Bol, Sebra, Nebedi, Nebeyemi Nankupo Mechuman. If you don't stand in prayer and in strong faith, you will not even finish it. This is why when people complete the assignment, they get excited. When ask Paul, he said, Oh, thank God, I have finished my race said, I'm done with my course. He said, I have kept the faith. Put it in your pocket. I have kept. Because that faith you have in Christ, if you don't hold on to it, you will leave it. Because the world will push you. And this is the same faith that we use to overcome the world. And that faith that is in your hands, there are a whole lot of battles around it. Even that faith, the Bible calls it a good fight. It is a fight. As your faith is in Christ right now, I know some of you are going through hot pepper right now in your finance, at your workplace, in your marriage, in your schooling. You are going through tough moments. Now, all these things are looking for only one thing, that you will lose that faith. You trying to keep it amidst all these troubles is what we call the good fight of faith. It is you keeping it. It is in connection with your eternal life. Because it is when you believe in Christ that he will give you eternal life. That is why the Bible said, And as many as believed in him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Then John 3.16 also said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have eternal life now you see it is your belief your faith in christ that gives you eternal life that means if you lose your faith you are losing eternal life is that not so so now listen to what paul said in first timothy chapter 6 verse 12 i want you to understand that your faith links with eternal life and i'm about to explain certain things first timothy chapter 6 verse 12 listen to what paul told his son timothy he said fight the good fight of faith lay hold on eternal life look at that kunjidiye kumpano nekura sa enkwanoa eye dan kwane wade di amaono that means 
if you fail in that good fight of faith, you, you will lose the eternal life. And in fact, the beautiful part is that the word eternal life in the original Hebrew actually is the Hebrew word chaye olam, which means the life of the age to come. Chaye olam, the life of the age to come. There is an age that is yet to come that God has purposed. Now, this age is actually what we have seen to be known as the millennium reign of Christ. Now, we all know the thousand years reign of Christ, where he reigns between, in, in between both heaven and earth, where he has created a new heaven and a new earth that he is reigning, such that in that life, you don't need a vision to see angels. In that life, our bodies will change and it will look like that of the angels. You will walk with angels. You will just meet and say, Charlie, how are you doing? You will just give a handshake to an angel. He will pass. You will also pass. You will tell the angel, go and get me this. He will go. You will see Jesus moving with you. And you're, in fact, yourself, you will become Jesus everywhere you go. Everywhere you step is Jesus manifesting. Now, this is, there is no sickness in that reign. There is no death in that dimension. Now, the kind of life we are going to live in that realm is actually what we call eternal life. That is why we can tell you that when you have eternal life, you are not supposed to be sick. We are actually talking about the kind of life that we are about to live. Do you know the beautiful thing? The world tells you, so long as you are a human being and you live in this world, sickness is normal. But in our kingdom, having eternal life means that you can overcome sickness. I don't know if you are catching it. That means that you can live in this world of wickedness and still never be touched by wickedness. Just as fishes that are in the salty water, the sea, when you pick a fish from the sea immediately and you use your tongue to taste the fish, it doesn't taste salty. hope you know that. That is why even the fish we call Kobe, they have to intentionally salt it. The fish is in a salty water, but it is not salty. What it means is that we are in this world but we are not of this world. Hallelujah. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. It means that the world is not supposed to manifest in you. The world is in wickedness, but wickedness is not supposed to come near your tabernacle. And that which will let you overcome the wickedness in this world is your faith. I believe somebody is catching it. It is the devil's plan to make sure that you lose your faith in Christ. That is the plan of the enemy. And how he does that, that our focus actually have not come upon, is through one bigger entity in the kingdom of darkness called Mammon. Mammon. 
Now, I've already told you that mammon is the being that controls wealth and riches in the kingdom of darkness. Are you following? Can I say something here? Good. Have you ever had the best qualification for a job and you still did not get it? Have you ever experienced that before? interview all the all the panelists got up and they began to clap for you but still you didn't get the job they asked you questions you you intelligently answered them still they didn't give it to you now that should tell you something that in this world in this natural world you don't get what you qualify for are you getting my point So if you want to actually get something in this world, you need to go by a higher force. Because it is highly possible that somebody will just go and sleep with the boss. And the position that you qualify for, they will give it to the person and they will tell you we are sorry. Now, what many Christians don't understand, and that's why they keep failing, is that they think their qualification will give them good things. So they focus so much on their qualification and they will pray small prayers. When they go and they feel, they will ask God why. Let me tell you the truth. One of the things that God told me that actually changed my mind about this whole world. This world is not in your favor. Are you listening to me? This well is not in your favor. That is why we do need two years as well. You are you are lost forever. Because this world that we see, it is not how God actually made it to be. Let me help you with a certain historical, you know, background studies. The world that God created, especially life on earth, as we see it today, this is not how God made it to be. It has been changed. Now the question is this, who changed it? Man changed it. How did he change it? He changed it through the deception of the devil. So the devil wanted man to, because he knew that the earth is actually in the hands of man. God gave the dominion to man. So he deceived man so that man would change the world in a way that will fight himself. So that he, the devil, will use that deceptive way to control the things in this world and also control the mind of man. So the world that the devil wanted to see is what man actually changed it to be. Are you getting my point? 
Listen to what I'm telling you. It will help you. So the devil wanted the world to be in a way that he can control man and destroy man whenever he wants. And he couldn't do it because he knew that the dominion over the earth has already been given to man. So he deceived the man so that the man would turn the world in a way that will align to the devil's plan. So right now, every the Bible calls Lucifer the God of this world. Because if we are saying, Are you getting my point? So if you leave things as they are, they will always go in the in the will of the devil. Everything will go according to the devil's plan. You will be shocked. Your relationship, decide that you will not pray about it. You will see where it will end. That good marriage God has given you, eh? make up your mind that you will not pray about it for five days. You will see what will happen in the marriage. Because... There is, that is what, you see, some of us are even struggling to enter into marriage because it is the devil's plan that you will not marry. So some of you don't even know why you should fast and pray before you marry. Yeah. Somebody's plan is that you will never marry. Are you listening to me? Now, if you understand the world in this manner, you will know why you need to fight. There are many things that when God was creating you, he placed it inside you. And Nehemiah, sometimes even when a prophet is telling you what God has planted in you, it becomes very difficult for you to believe. Amen. It becomes very difficult for you to believe. It looks like maybe the prophet is trying to exaggerate or something. But these are the glorious things that God has purposed. But when you look at your present life, it looks like your, your own life is an opposite of what God has already planned for you. That is what I'm trying to tell you. So we die near Masa. You even later you come and say God is not a good God. Are you getting my point? Now the problem is this, man has subjected the world to what the Bible calls futility. So everything in this world that we see is being controlled by the devil. No wonder Satan had the gut to take Jesus to the pinnacle of the temple of Israel and he showed Jesus all the kingdoms of this world and he said to Jesus, bow before me. And I will give you all the kingdoms of this world because they were delivered unto me. How dare him? You Satan, you want to give the kingdoms of the world to, to, to Jesus. Luke chapter 4, verse 5. And six. Luke chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. Listen to what Satan told Jesus. 
he said and the devil taking him up into a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time he said within a twinkle of an eye when someone child verse 6 and the devil said unto jesus all this power i will give to you and the glory of them for this that for that is delivered unto me look at that said it has been delivered that means are you getting it and to whomsoever i will i give it That is what the NLT says. That then, then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And he said, I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and the authority over them. The devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. The King James said they were delivered unto me. Now you see, who delivered all this power and authority to Lucifer? Adam in the Garden of Eden. And he said, I will give it all to you if you will worship me. The devil wants Jesus to worship him. So now, all the kingdoms of this world, everything in this world is being controlled by this guy. I know some of you, you they told you the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The the mount the, the cattle on the on, on <laughs> listen to me. I know that some of you listening to me right now. Just look at the way God would tell Abraham, go to the land I will show you, go and take charge of it. Even the land that God gave to Abraham many, many, many years ago, when the descendants of Abraham were going to take the land, as God said, your descendants will be here. When they got there, there were seven nations that were already occupying the land that God had promised to his people 430 years ago. There were seven other nations that were living on that land. Now the Israelites had to fight the people, evacuate them from the land before they could stay. And that should tell you something. That which has been given to you, somebody wants to occupy it. And if you don't fight, you will not enjoy it. Are you listening to me? So the somebody said, life doesn't give you what you deserve, but what you fight for. I know some of you know you deserve a good marriage because you know you're a good lady. But if you don't fight, a certain tube on with money 
will come and marry you and lock you in the house and use you as a punching bag. Sometimes you don't even understand. The good women keep marrying wrong men who destroy their destinies. Now that should let you understand. Yeah, 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 photo. Don't go and ask God why. Yeah, yeah, Adam. Yeah, yeah. But thanks be to God that the last Adam, Jesus, came and he said, if you receive me, I will give you power. And that power will help you overcome the workings of the enemy. Exactly. So, I mean, that is it. See, you see, when God gave me this light, I became very serious in this life. I'm telling you, a lot of things began to ring in my mind. I became serious. That if I fail in my prophetic ministry, it is not God, it is me. Are you listening to me? Anytime you fail in anything, don't blame a witch, because a witch can only torment you if you allow Do you know the number of people who have gone through the hands of strange attacks from witches, but they came out strong and conquered? Sometimes when you go and ask the people, they will tell you what they did. Some of them had to subject their bodies to strange fastings. Do you don't want to fast? You go When you see Gobe, you will go there right now. David, Meanwhile, a witch is trying to torment your marriage. You do you have to do you are eating gobe. You are eating gobe. After eating the gobe, you hear bad news. Your husband has given birth with another lady. Now, if you are worrying, you are being told. Why if you are being consumed? I'm telling you. Some of you don't even take your husbands into prayer. I keep telling the, the, the wives, there is a way you can control your husband spiritually and mentally that you will win him all the time. Are you listening to me? Yes. There is a way, there is a godly way you can do this. That's what the witches do. You are not a witch. You are a child of God. And time to prayer. And tell man your man say answer. Are you listening to me? See, mostly when I get the chance, I let people know that this life, 
It is not true. That is why many people, you see, they say some men of God have even caught some revelation and they will say, this world we see is an illusion. I know many of you have heard of that before. It's an illusion. What it means is that there is a certain covering. So the world we see is not exactly as God made it. We have subjected it to the hands of the enemy. And we are the same people that can take from his hands. But we were not empowered. So Jesus came. He empowered us. That is why the creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. If we don't manifest it, forget it. Are you listening to me? If we don't manifest that sons of God dimension, which is called the Christ in us, there will be no glory in this world. But what your pastors told you is that if you are saying the enye, say I nebe ye, I make Baba be seno into pray neko heaven. We have lost the whole idea of the scriptures. This is what the devil wants to do. This is what the or the show with him saying we are saying enye, or we are saying the say I nebe ye into Jehovah neko, because his plan is to be the God of this world forever and take rulership over the mind of every human being. The enlightened ones will know this is deception. We are not running to heaven. We need to change the earth for it to look like heaven. This is the mission. This is the assignment. That is why we call it thy kingdom come. We are bringing the kingdom of God on this earth. Are you following? If you want to go to heaven, you can go. So the way you want to go to heaven, I shall not die, but I will live and declare the works of God. Is it your thing? Jesus, no Where you want to go to heaven? How then will you go if you will not die according to your own understanding? Heaven is a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. But then the concept is wrong. Are you listening to me? Heaven, dear day. When you go to heaven, at least you have been disconnected from the struggles of this world. But then, the beautiful thing is this. You will come back. They didn't tell you that one. I know, I hope you all know that Jesus is in heaven. No tower. No tower. No tower. 
the gift of tongues. I see the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Hallelujah. Can you all hear me, please? Great. Great. So, you see, if you don't understand these things, you will miss what God is trying to say and what God is trying to achieve. There is something that God wants to do. And when he gave the authority to man, man couldn't handle the authority. And he gave the authority to the devil. Jesus came. He took that authority from the devil's hand. And he gave it to us. But we growing to walk in that authority has become the problem. Because our physical bodies are used to the systems of this world. And these systems of this world is being controlled by the wicked one. Are you following? So you see, we now need to know what God is trying to achieve. Because if you keep reading your Bible and the only thing you see is that believe in Jesus Christ, walk on the righteous path so that when you die, you can go to heaven. That is not the gospel. That is not what the Bible is trying to teach. What to You have to go back and start studying things carefully. Because sometimes you will never even hear men of God talking about the changing of our bodies until that. They won't tell you. I remember when God opened my eyes to see this. I said, I'm the same kind of matter. I saw them being 15 years. Men things are same way that. 15 years in church. What is wrong? Why are they not teaching us? This is the word of God. Why are they not teaching us? So you see, you go to many churches, they all have different doctrines, and we are just walking about foot to fry like that. And we don't even know what we are. We are. So you, you meet a Christian, one Christian, you ask him or her, what are you believing? What is the Lord trying to do? That we make something different. This one also says something. It even become a fight between churches. So God brought you from heaven to the earth so that you stop sin and come back to the same heaven. Wow. Somebody asked me a question. He said, Man of God, you said we all came from heaven. He said, Yes. So you say God knows everything. I said, Yes. 
said, okay. So God knows that there are some people, no matter the matter, they will go to hell. I said, yes. Mm-hmm. Then the person said, so if God knows that this person I'm bringing to the earth will go to hell afterwards, why is God bringing the At the time that God will not keep the person in heaven, at least. He's preventing the person from coming to suffer and still go to hell. A lot of men of God cannot even answer this question. Because all our preachings are based on heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. And we don't even have any concept about kingdom. Hey, this is a dangerous thing. We don't have anything just a entirely about kingdom. No, no, we say kingdom of God. Do you understand? When we say kingdom of God, what do you now you sit down when we say the Ashanti kingdom? There are many things that will come to your mind. Whenever you hear the Ashanti kingdom, the first thing that will come to your mind is Is that not so? Why is it that when you hear about the kingdom of God, it is heaven and hell that comes to your mind? Where is the Jesus? Who is the king of God's kingdom? Where is that Jesus? say seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you and yet the heavy and best shall so you may say seek ye first heaven who told you the kingdom of God is just heaven it is like trying to say the Ashanti kingdom is Mensia palace you are wrong Mensia palace is just the throne of the king but the Ashanti kingdom is wide are you getting my point? So heaven is just the throne of God. But the earth is his foes too. And it is not only heaven and earth that God is going to extend his kingdom to all the realms of creation. So you can't tell me that kingdom of God is heaven only. You are wrong. That is where the problem is. So heaven is like the palace of God. And we know the palace of a kingdom is not all that the kingdom is. How do you even get to my point? May God help us with understanding. Because the way we are doing things, we have thrown away understanding and we are going for power. May God help us. So I've, I've, I've shared the message here and I said that when we talk about a kingdom, the first thing about a kingdom is the king. Every kingdom has a king. Second, Every kingdom has a territory. Now we all know that the Ashanti kingdom 
had a serious fight with the Dentra kingdom. Just over territories. I hope you know that. So when you go to a place they call Dunkwao on a fee, that was where the strongest battle between the Ashanti kingdom and the Dentra kingdom ended. So Dunkwaunofin is actually the Ofin is just let me say the barrier that is between the Ashanti and the Central. The gift of tongues. Because the Ashanti people wanted to extend their territory to all these dimensions. Because every kingdom thrives and succeeds when they keep increasing in territory. Are you getting it? So when you go to a place, there's a place between the Ashanti and the Doma Ahinkro people. They also fought. And some of you still don't understand why. God wants to establish his kingdom. And Satan also wants to establish his kingdom. The matter is between kingdoms. It is between kingdoms. And you don't even know that when you believe in the Lord Jesus, you are in the kingdom. You don't understand why the devil should fight you over your marriage, over your business, over your ministry. You don't even understand the assignment you have been called to achieve. You don't know you are an ambassador of a kingdom sent to take charge of a certain territory. Some of you don't even know that at your workplace, the National Health Insurance Secretariat, you don't even know that you have been positioned there by God to advance his kingdom and the devil will fight you over there. You don't know at the hospital that you are. God has positioned you there to advance his kingdom and the devil will fight you. You don't know. Because the matter is between these two kingdoms. Are you getting it? So after the king and the territory, the third thing is called the people. Every kingdom has a people. Every kingdom has a people. The fourth thing about kingdoms is a culture. Every kingdom has a culture. And according to social studies, culture is the way of life of a people. The way the people in that kingdom live, that is their culture. Now, the last thing about a kingdom, let me see, the mean about, um, the last, let me say the fifth thing about a kingdom is the language. Every kingdom has a language. Every kingdom has a language. Now, when you hear the kingdom of God, you need to put in these things. We have a king. Who is our king? The Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus is our king. He is the king of kings and the lord of lords. 
they will now come to the territory. Where is the territory of our kingdom? We know that according to the parables of a kingdom, the word of the Lord told us that the kingdom of God is likened unto a yeast that was placed in a dough. It was small, but after some time, it filled the whole dough. And we all know how bread is formed. Sometimes when we are baking the bread from the scratch, it looks very small. But then you put it somewhere and the next day you will see that it has swollen, it has become big. And I know those of you who are into um, bakery understand what I'm talking about. So the kingdom is the little yeast that was placed in the bread. As small as it looked at the beginning, after some time it will become big. What it means is that the kingdom of God has started from a place called heaven. Because that was where the king pitched his throne. But then heaven is not where he wants his kingdom to be. He wants to extend his kingdom to all the regions of the universe. So the first place where he wants his kingdom to start being established is the earth. That is why the earth has become his footstool. So when you talk about the territory of the kingdom of God, in the mind of God, the, whole, the territory will become the whole world. But then it has started as a small yeast in a bread, waiting to fill the entire bread for it to become big. You remember what happened? When Nebuchadnezzar dreamt and saw a statue, and that statue that he saw was big, it had compartments. And he didn't understand. He called his sorcerers and magicians. They couldn't even tell him the dream. Neither were they able to tell him the meaning. And he said he was going to kill them. And they called Daniel. And when Daniel came, he said, Oh king, this is what the Lord showed you. You saw a statue. The head of the statue was made of gold. The chest and the stomach was made of silver. The thighs were made of bronze. The legs were made of iron. And the feet was made of both iron and clay. Then he said, O king, you are the king of Babylon. You are the head of gold and your kingdom. So you see, the head of gold was a symbol of the kingdom of Babylon. Then the chest and the stomach area, which was silver, was also another kingdom. Are, are you getting it? It was the kingdom of the Medo-Persians. Is somebody following? Then the third, which was the tie that was made of bronze, was a symbol of the kingdom of the Grecian Empire, the Greece. Then the leg of iron was the symbol of another kingdom called Roman. Then the feet that was made of partly clay and partly iron was the Roman Empire was so strong that no other kingdom was able to overthrow them. So they moved their tentacles, they spread across the nations of the world, and they divided into ten provinces. So the ten toes was actually a symbol of the ten provinces of the Roman kingdom. And according to King Nebuchadnezzar, whilst he was looking at the statue, a certain stone was cast without human hands, and it came to strike the statue. 
and he broke it into pieces. It grounded and it became like a powder. And that stone was small. But when the stone hit all the, that statue, it entered into the earth and it began to grow. It began to grow and filled the whole earth. And this is what Daniel explained to the king. That king, all these kingdoms will come. But there is a certain kingdom that is coming. It is not the kingdom of this world. It is not the kingdom that is being ruled by a man. But it is a kingdom that is from above. And this kingdom, when it comes, it will destroy all the kingdoms of this world. When it comes to the earth, it will be a small stone. But after some time, it will become a great mountain and fill the earth. Now, this is the kingdom that our Lord Jesus Christ is bringing. This is what we call the kingdom of God. Are you, are you getting it? So you see, the kingdom will begin like a small stone, but later it will become a mountain that will fill the entire earth. So if you are looking at the kingdom as a stone, you will only say that its territory is the small place where it is lying. But if you are looking at God's perspective, the whole multiverse is the territory of our kingdom. But it has started from a point, and it will surely get to the point that God desires. So this is the jurisdiction or the territory of our kingdom. Then we have the people of the kingdom. The people of the kingdom, the people of the kingdom of God is the church. When we talk about the church, we are not talking about just the physical building. We are talking about the called out ones of the world. The ones that Jesus has called out of the world who have believed in him. They are known as the church. So we, we the Christians, we are the people of God's kingdom. Then from the people, we now move on to what we call the culture of the kingdom. It is the way of life of the kingdom. So now, in our kingdom as Christians, what is our way of life? The word of the Lord said, Just as it is written, the just shall live by faith. In the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 17, the just, who is the just? The Christians, the church. Our way of life is called faith. So in our kingdom, faith is our culture. Are you getting it? Faith is our culture. Faith is our way of life. When it comes to faith, there are many things to faith because culture comprises of many things, many things. And we'll take time and go into that when we step into the teaching. But I'm just brushing the surface for you to understand. So even when it comes to our culture, there is a way we speak. Language is different from the way of speaking. Now, in our kingdom, there is a way we speak. And what is that way? We don't speak according to what we feel. We don't speak according to the way that the world is treating us. We speak according to the system of faith. And what is the system of faith? It is called the word of God. Now the Bible said in the book of Romans chapter 10, the word of the Lord said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So our faith is from God's word. 
and we increase in faith according to the word of God. Now the word of the Lord will tell you, let the weak say, I am strong. So in our kingdom, we don't say, I am sick. It doesn't matter how you are feeling some signs and symptoms. You should not say it. Are you getting my point? I've already taught you that. Whenever you make the statement, I am, the worldly people understand it to be you. But in our kingdom, it is not like that. In our kingdom, I am is God. So, in the book of Genesis, when Moses encountered God in the burning bush, Moses asked God, when I go to your people, what name should I mention for them to believe? Then God said, when you go, tell them that I am sent you. So I am is actually God. And in fact, it is in him that we find our identity. So whenever a Christian says, I am, you have made mention of God's name first. Don't attach anything negative to it. So whenever you say, I am, it doesn't matter your circumstance. Add something positive. I am healed. I am prosperous. This is a way we speak in our kingdom. listen to me that we said let the weak physically your body is weak but when you want to talk and you want to make mention of I am never say I am weak whenever you say that you have spoken a language of the world not of our kingdom Are you following? One name we are You would think you are you mingling yourself with the world. And yet maybe I hear some of the things we say. See, everything looks like we are part of the world, Dada. Because worldly people are complaining. What are we, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? Yeah, where am I going to get money to pay my children's school fees? And these are the same things that Christians keep saying. We keep complaining every time because we have adopted the speakings of the world. Are you following? There is a way to deal with the devil. Eh? The devil will come at you with the systems of this world. But the Bible said, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So let me teach you something. If you want to grow in faith, the first way is that build yourself in the word of God. The Bible said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the soak yourself in God's word. The second way to grow faith is by praying in the Holy Ghost. In the book of Jude chapter 1 verse 20, the Bible said, beloved, building up upon your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you build up faith. When you drench yourself in the Word of God, you build up faith. And when you build up faith, you begin to overcome the systems of this world. But the beautiful part of it is that the object of our faith is Jesus Christ. So now the Bible said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. 
look unto your king. Are you following? Now the Bible said, they looked upon him and they were enlightened. Oh, glory. All these things the devil doesn't want you to know. In fact, he wants you to lose the knowledge of the fact that you are in a greater kingdom. A kingdom that came to smash all other kingdoms. He doesn't want you to know that. Because he knows that when you get to know of it, you will now start manifesting the rights and the privileges that you have in that kingdom. In every kingdom there are rights. That is why whenever you hear the kingdom of God, it moves with righteousness. So he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Are you following? So you can get to a place. Maybe you have, you have bought a land you want to build your house. God told you to go and get that land and build your house. You go there and you realize that they said there are certain spirits here on this land. If you build your many people try to build their houses and they could they couldn't succeed, the house got bent this this. Now that means that a certain negative spirit has already taken dominion over the land. Now, when you go there, you don't know that the battle is between two kingdoms here. God told me to come and take this land. You can't refuse me. Get away from this land. It is mine. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now you sack the person by kingdom authority. I see the spirit of the Lord. Are you following? Because the devil will make sure that he pushes you to the wall so that what belongs to you, you will leave it for him. that some of you there is a beautiful marriage that God has purposed before you the devil has seen it and he knows that that marriage will advance God's kingdom so this is what he has started he will let married men keep proposing to you and he, he, he will lock your finance he will lock your father's finance he will lock your mother's finance such that you will not receive any help from your family and the one who is who is willing to help you wants to sleep with you. Meanwhile, the person is a married man. Wow, just say, Papa, I even have a testimony. Yesterday, while driving to the to work, the spirit just whispered into my ear to start praying. So I just started praying in tongues and in and 15 minutes into the prayer, a number of cars in front of me came to an approach stop. I had to do same, but by the grace of God, I didn't hit the car in front of me. And the car behind me didn't hit me as well. I just want to give God all the glory. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You see? Some of you, it is because of the glory that God has revealed in your marriage 
That is why the enemy wants you to enter into fornications. So that he will use that act as a means to torment your future glory. Some of you don't even know. If you have this understanding, you will know what the devil is trying to ignite youthful lust in you. He knows that if you enter into this, it will lock many good doors. And the worst part of it is that trying to quit it will become hell. It, it, you, you will just say, one shay here. Somebody tasted fornication once. Ayeka. What Jimmy Wayne? Why did you be Pia Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 downwards. 
And I want us to read it from the New Living Translation. I want everybody to take his or her Bible. If you have it on your phone, you can visit your phone. Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 downwards. Listen to the verses carefully. The Bible said, Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But the King James will say, when your eyes is single, your whole body will light up. Now we all know that we have double eyes. In your eyes are two. You know that. But why is the Bible say that your eyes must be single? What it means is that you, your eyes should focus on one thing. Don't look at two different things because you have two eyes. Even though you have two eyes, it is only when your two eyes are focusing on one thing that you can actually see clearly. If you are having, like you are driving and you want to see your back and your front at the same time, you will end up having an accident. Is that not so? It is either you will stop and focus at your back for a few seconds and later focus in front of you. So no matter the matter, your two eyes must be fixed on one thing. That is what the Bible is talking about here. Good. Then he said, But when your eye is bad, your whole body is filled with darkness. Then he said, And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. And let's read. Listen to verse 24. This is the part I want all of you to listen to. He said, the reason why he's talking about the fact that you have two eyes, but then they must be fixed on one thing, is this. He said, no one can serve two masters. For you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and man. Jesus is telling us that it is either you are serving God or you are serving Mammon. And I've already told you that Mammon is the God that rules over riches and money and wealth in this world. The Bible says you cannot serve God and that Mammon. It is not possible. It is either you devote yourself to Mammon and hate God or vice versa. Are, are you following? Now listen to what he say. Many of you will know you are making some deadly mistakes. 
how then will you know you are almost seven mammon and you are even seven mammon leaving God behind? Listen to what Jesus said. He said, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Hey, you know what Jesus is trying to say? If you keep thinking, what am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What will I even wear? Jesus said, if you keep thinking like that, you are actually focusing on mammon. And that is where your service will be. In fact, at a point he said, where your heart is, that is where your treasure. And you see, this is what the devil does to lure many people into destruction. Don't have money to pay your school fees. You say, we pay you, you pay you, then you say, say, school, yeah, we go back to your school fees. You say, 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 what are you going to do? Now, if he keeps doing this and that one becomes your focus, there is a problem. Now, listen to what he said again. He said, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Verse 26. Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in bands, for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Verse 27. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Why do you worry like that? Verse 28. He said, And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Verse 29. Yet, Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. Mm. Heaven. Now, verse 30, what he said. So don't worry about these things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate. Listen to this part. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. That means that if you try to think, if all these things dominate your mind, you are on the path of becoming an unbeliever. That's a dangerous thing. And how will it happen? The devil will shift your focus to your needs so much that you can even move away from God to get what you need. You can get to a point and say, if God is a good God, why am I struggling? You can even say, why did God even give me the scholarship? I've been praying, sir. By the time you realize, you will say a lot of things against God all because of what you want to eat what you want to wear and the good life you want to experience. This is the way of mammon. He said, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Then the, the last verse I want to talk about, he said, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously 
and he will give you everything you need. You don't need to focus on this. Seek the kingdom. Hallelujah. What I'm trying to let you know is that that many of you, your faith in Christ is shaking. It is really shaking. Sometimes when you are there, certain thoughts come to your mind. Some of, some, some of the voices that will come to you is that it looks like even when you were an unbeliever, things were better. And I know most of you have had these thoughts before. when you were not even a Christian you were not struggling financially like that you became a Christian they said Jesus will make everything fine but look at the way you are struggling now all these are the voices of mammon he will shift your focus to the money you need how you were supposed to pay a certain amount of fees you didn't get and you lost that admission you 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 keep dreaming about that thing ah. And your friends will be going to school and this so you you ask one of your friends and she'll be bold to tell the Charlie it was mr mr uh, mr doma that helped me how did he help you he'll be bold Charlie he told me that if if I want somebody to pay my school fees and he's available but then he has to sleep with me so I gave him the Charlie it's better for you to use what you have to get what you want to Right now, I've completed school. Right now, I've gained, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working at a certain good company. I'm getting a nice, you know, salary. This, this, this. See, as good as it sounds, look at the way she, she passed through to get these things. And if care is not taken, you will be deceived. These things I'm talking about, we have a lot of Christians struggling, even some pastors. Some pastors are they are thinking of what they are eating tea. They have they have brought in certain things in church. Rabbi say, so a seed of five thousand Ghana seed, and yes, sir, a pambi Somebody was telling me a story of how a young lady in a certain church wanted to get married. And she went to tell her father in the Lord. The father in the Lord told the lady that you have to sow a seed of 10,000 else your marriage will not work. They are building an altar for the marriage, else it will not work. Hey, 10,000 Ghana cities. 
So the lady went to tell the beloved, and the guy said, Me, I don't have that kind of money. Even we have already spent a lot of money trying to get things for the wedding. We need to save so that at least we can take care of ourselves. The lady said, Hey, hey, this, this, this. So they went ahead. The guy tried to convince the lady, still it didn't work. They went ahead, they got married. Still, the pastor was demanding the, the amount of money. And if you don't bring it, there's no altar for the marriage, or the marriage can break at any time. Hey. So the lady was on the guy. That if you don't even, if you don't go and pay the 10,000 Ghana cities, I'm not leaving, I'm going to live in my mother's house. The lady left the husband's house to go and stay with the mother. Why? Because the guy is not paying 10,000 Ghana cities to her father in the Lord. So the guy looked at the way things were going. He was so frustrated. So he said, fine, it's okay. You Let me just go and withdraw the money and give it to the pastor. The guy went to withdraw the money. The lady said, you have taken too long. So you are supposed to pay 20,000. And the guy said, are you mad or something? <laughs> Still, now the lady said, if you don't pay the 20,000, I will not come. The guy said, fine. The guy decided to pay the 20,000. They went to the pastor's office. The pastor said, I'm not even taking the 20,000. I'm taking 30,000. What kind of business is that? Then the guy said, eh, eh, I'm not paying anything. I'm done with this thing. Whether altar or no altar, I'm gone. The guy left. The next time he realized, his bank account that he's saving money, her wife has gone to withdraw all the money, leaving only 500 cities. Why? Because a pastor said. Now the guy said she can forgive the wife and, and be in the marriage with her, but then the money there, she has to pay. If she doesn't pay the money, something or the back of court. What kind of what kind of I know that some of you, some pastors have poisoned your minds. And I don't, it's all because of what they will eat and what they will wear. These are known as prophets who are prophets of their stomach. And they'll come and say, Eradice. You are 20,000 Ghana cities. Else, in fact, I was at a certain program. There was a man that was very sick. The man was almost dead. They, they brought him in a wheelchair to the church. And if I want to look at the man, the man of God that was ministering said, they need to pay an amount of 10,000. Else the man will not survive. Hey! The man said he would go and bring the money. The man paid the money to the man of God. Three days' time, he died. 
I was there with my own eye. I was there. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You see? Sanya ma we na ma so fu bebre na do mo sa to be nsa no duanim. If you know the number of pastors that are suffering. May the Lord help us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. People of God, I want to help you. From today, seek God's kingdom. Are you listening to me? Priest say, prophet, please, do you know why some prophets are doing that? Because church members also don't support the genuine prophet. That one is true, though. But then, that one shouldn't also be That is true, but then that shouldn't lead the pastor in, in doing that. Are you getting it? I know some of you you are going you are going through tough moments. I remember a time came in my life. One city, one city, one city. I it was difficult. You see, it's not like I don't have a family. I have. But what the family wanted me to do, the Lord said that is not the right way. So I decided to go according to the way of the Lord. And my family people got angry. That was the moment where I tasted hardship. My prepaid got finished. I had to sleep in darkness for three days. I was there when a certain woman I prayed for years back called me and said, Hey, man of God, how are you? I hope all is well. Oh, I'm just sending the woman sent me 35 cities. Momo. And I used 20 cities to buy prepaid. we used to meet for church service 350 Ghana cities for five months we are not getting it now where we live where we where we meet for church service sometimes we can pay up to nine thousand for like just three four months and by the special grace of God we get money to pay. See, this semester, 11,000, 11,000. Look at that. And then, we come to church, offering time, 
somebody will dip the hand in the pocket and bring out one CD coin. No, I'm one in sack. Let me see him teach my cousin. Because I left your office, you are pigeon in some what you say. I said, you fool, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. The next time we are in church and we say lift your office and you own one with some picture I will say a yizu. If you don't say a yizu, you will see what will happen to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> these things sometimes when you don't voice these things out people don't even know what we are going through and one that is why the work of a pastor is very heavy when you are struggling God will tell you never to show it because if you do you will destroy the faith of others so sometimes we'll be struggling in fact, that period where I was struggling in church, come and see me prophesying and singing and dancing. As if the whole world has been given to me. Because if you do, hmm, 18 people will come and say, Daddy, why? When you tell them the story, say, Hey, now when I do a china, you see you. So you see, people of God, it is my prayer that the Lord will empower you, that your eyes will be open to understand this kingdom that we are in, and how the enemy will bring attacks against us, and how by our faith we will overcome him, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The free necro, are you listening to me? Life is not about money. Money is good. You need money to fulfill destiny. But money is not the ultimate. It is mammon that would deceive men for them to think, eh, Christian, somebody who is a Christian can just decide, I want to travel. Why? Things are tough in Ghana. And they don't care what God has said concerning their lives. They just want to have a good life where they are not struggling financially again. Why don't you go to go to ask? Lord, this, this is what I'm experiencing. What are you doing about it? Because in our kingdom, we are prosperous. Show me that kingdom way to prosper. We don't care. We just want to travel because we are just a From today, don't be focused on the things you don't have. 
what am I, what am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? Yeah, where will I get money to pay my children's school fees? Yeah, somebody, some of you have to stop posting certain things. Are you listening to me? Some of the things you even post just tells people that your whole mind is filled with these things. bless you pastor george god bless you god bless you he said for me one thing i made a conscious effort to learn from that was and how he handled money never a time did he use any means to take money from anyone i saw it and i applauded him for instilling that discipline in me because it was tough and god bless you for this litmus test of character wow god bless you son god bless you God bless you. Hallelujah. Learn this, it will help you. I'm telling you. See, Osofu George saw, saw me in those days. It was really, really tough. But then, sometimes the people God will use you to be of help to, they will leave. And they won't even mind you. I caught this understanding long time. He says healed ten lepers. Only one of them came to give thanks. So it is normal. Yes, you cried the ayano. Namia mitifu yes eh. So you see, we need to understand all these things. Now remember, there was a young boy I prophesied to, and I've already shared the story. I told him, hey, God said enter into forex trading and cryptocurrency. You make money. Do it in this season. And go and buy this coin. Do this, do that. The guy did that, and within two months, he made $12,000. As profit, $12,000. I was there when the guy sent me $2,000. But the money came in bits. I was there when I received that message. Sometimes when you hear it, you know, it destroys all anxiety. Somebody shout hallelujah. I know some of the, some of you, before they even give you, what they tell you what God has said. <laughs> That's why I keep telling people, if somebody, that some of the prophets, when they are able to get the day you were born, that you were born on Thursday, so you are here, you, 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 you empty your account. 
you are in trouble. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. The enemy will come and he will use your needs as a means to disconnect you from the kingdom of God. So let us be very spiritually sensitive. Let us walk circumspect in the wisdom of God. That channel, that is how he works. He will push you to a point where if care is not taken, you will do anything to make money. But then you need to understand that these are his ways. And stay focused on the kingdom. And I'm telling you, when the time is due for God to lift his hand, you will walk in abundance and you will see his glory. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray that the hand of the Lord will be strong upon you. May the Lord stir your spirit up for the word of God and for prayer in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May you grow in your faith in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. anybody here your father is called Akins your father is called Akins I want to pray for you Hallelujah. May the favor of God be strong upon you all. Okay, Venice said me. Venice, I want to pray for you. Where is your dad? The Lord said we should pray. There is, where is your dad? Your father is in a crowd. I want to pray for your father. There is something that belongs to your father that must be given to him. But the enemy is trying to fight with him over it. And the Lord said to me that I should pray for his grace and his favor to come upon your father's life so that that which must be given to him will be given. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus.
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that which belongs to your father that the enemy has hijacked by the power of the Holy Ghost let it be restored and I pray because of that I saw a man a man standing beside a certain big machine but the angel of the Lord is speaking to me the machine is supposed to be given to your father Benis, but a certain man was trying to take it from his hands and when that man saw that your father will definitely get it back I saw the man is trying to go to a certain evil place to torment your father's life but I pray and they want to attack his right leg in a form of an accident but by the power of the Holy Ghost may the anointing of the Lord disconnect your father even from that evil agenda of the enemy may your father's life be preserved and may that which is his be given to him and I pray for you Benis the Lord is going to show you mercy and favor and is going to connect you to somebody that will help you the Lord is connecting you to a man there is a man that the Lord showed me right now they call him Raymond the Lord is going to connect you to a man by name Raymond and that man will be a blessing to your life I saw a man telling you that if you are able to get this this kind of greed I will help you the Lord said that you release his grace on your life and push you even to that place of glory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus I call it done I call it done thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit there is somebody here the name is greatness greatness I'm praying for you greatness I'm praying for you the Lord says that I should release his grace on your life and I should release his empowerment on your destiny I see an anointing for wealth that the Lord is releasing upon you an anointing for wealth that the Lord is releasing upon you and the Lord will lift you so high to a point where you will command wealth in the area of real estate and also in the area of the dealing of cars the Lord is ministering to me to tell you he's going to give you great influence and I see God opening the doors of the nations to you and I saw in the spirit realm that you had a lot of people in different countries and I saw it became very easy for you to help other people to also travel and I saw that because of that it even led you into something that looked like a travel and tour thing where you were helping people to travel the spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you in a unique way God will empower you and I pray even for your marital destiny anything that will fight your marital destiny by the power of the Holy Ghost I destroy it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus may the grace of God be strong upon your life in Jesus precious mighty name I call it done I call it done mommy yeah I'm praying for you the Lord is releasing his favor on your destiny I see in the spirit realm there is an abandoned house I'm looking at and the angel of the Lord is telling me that there is a deposit of the spirit of grace in you but I see in the realm of the spirit that a lot of things have been left 
untouched and the spirit of the lord is ministering to me even to pray for you so that that which has been left in you untouched will be stirred up in the mighty name of the lord jesus but i'm also seeing a certain house actually that has been abandoned it looked like they are building it but because of financial difficulty they've left it the lord is ministering to me to tell you that there is grace that is coming Whose house is that? Whose house is that? The Lord is releasing financial grace even for that house to be completed. In the your mother, that house will be completed. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that house will be completed. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I call it done. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Felicity, Marfo, I'm praying for you. The Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to pray for your marriage. And see in the realm of the Spirit that there is a ring on your finger. And this ring, I'm looking at the Lord is ministering to me. It is the ring that symbolizes your glorious marriage. But all of a sudden, once I was looking at the ring, a certain young girl at the age of 11 came and poured something on that ring. And I saw that the ring began to fade the spirit of the Lord said any assignment of the enemy that will attack the glorious marriage God has set before you, the Lord is ministering to me, that attack will not fail in the might that attack has already failed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus the grace of God is coming upon you in the area of your marriage and the Lord will establish you the Lord says that any assignment of the wicked one any assignment of the wicked one that destroys the lifting of women in the family by the power of the Holy Ghost will sabotage that evil agenda in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. It is the counsel of the Lord that shall stand even concerning your life in Jesus' precious mighty name. I call it done. I call it done. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There is somebody listening to me right now. You are in a relationship with somebody they call ping pong. Ping pong. But the relationship I am looking at, all of a sudden I saw a lady. A lady came to stand between you and that person. And I saw when the lady came, I saw the lady was pregnant. And the lady was saying that I am pregnant for ping pong. And because of that, you cannot go ahead and marry ping pong. The Lord is ministering to me. This is an agenda of the enemy, even to destroy the glorious marriage that God has set ahead of you. But the Lord is releasing his favor on your life, he's releasing his grace even on your life. That evil agenda has failed. I pray even for Bimpong, wherever he is, that the mercies of the Lord will locate him. The enemy will not use him to destroy his own destiny. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, let the will of God be established. In Jesus' precious mighty name, I call it done. I call it done. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm standing at a place, the place looks like a hospital. 
what I'm seeing is like Saint Michael. Saint Michael. Anybody here that works at any hospital like that, I want to pray for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do fear mommy, say me, please. You work at St. Michael's Hospital. I'm praying for you, okay? The favor of the Lord is coming upon you. Nobody will trouble you. Nobody will trouble you. The Lord is delivering you from a certain plot of the enemy. It is about the birth of a certain woman. I saw in the spirit have entered into a world. And I saw there is a lady that was supposed to take care of a woman that was in the labor world. But I saw in the spirit. In one way or the other, the woman who was pregnant situation became tough. Oh, Holy Ghost. You are a midwife. I saw that the one who was supposed to take care of that woman did not take care of the woman for her to give birth. She said her time was up, so she left, and you were the one that came. But I saw something happen. Because she left the woman for a long time, when the woman delivered the baby, the baby was dead. And I saw that the whole case surrounded you and not the lady. The Lord said that he's de delivering you from that. If anybody is giving you a shift and you look at the scene and it looks like it is a pregnant woman who is in labor, don't take it. Are you getting it? If the woman in labor came in the time of that person Monoire. the Lord is delivering you from that assignment of the enemy in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus you are going to be a great woman hmm? you feel you are going to be a great woman you get plenty money the good news about this is that whenever you dream and you see yourself getting married to a man of God, don't intentionally forget that dream. Ah. Are you listening to me? Because about four times you have had a dream where you saw a man of God leading you to the altar but you forgot it is only one day that you recall meanwhile the thing has come to you four times and I don't like men of God you feel Dufie said, I can't answer. Yeah, you can answer. What answer are you free, honey? So answer. 
people of God, right now, our faith depends on the answer of our dear sister Dufi. Well, my answer is here. He said, Okay, I like a dear okay in through him. Ah, we did through Nasi in through him. He said, Okay, I like okay. Now the D kind of gratis and no way more. Sister Doofy, as beautiful as you are. Need to marry a man of God. Hmm? Or you want me to make a declaration? I don't mostly make those declarations because if I do, it doesn't matter who you marry, the person will change to a man of God. If you if only you want me to make that declaration. If you like intentionally go and marry Patapizi, you will become a man of God. The gift of tongues. Father, show your daughter mercy. And I will open in your home. Yet you did your petia. You be Yes, sir. So open by your home, dear Mama Bawa. And we yes, we Amen. Some of you, what you like in this world? Sit and cry when I need a machine. Hey. Hmm. Some of the young ladies here. Open book, more watch on the spec, spec, and there's a list. No, the thing, thing. It is only Jesus that can fit into that. So, stay single and wait for the judgment day. Jesus is coming again. He's the only perfect man in this world. You want a perfect man? Now, on a robot, when the lady passes, <laughs> I know I'm saying things. Some of you want guys say that no that. Some say I want a guy who even worship me. Go and marry Oda Miracle. Mama strings grass are Hallelujah. Some of you look at people's, you know, pictures and videos. Now, a certain husband will lift their, sometimes even boyfriends, they will lift their girlfriends, not Shemechi. Lord, me too, me can you say? And that is the kind of picture you are looking for. You want your boyfriend to also carry you. 
Me, me that I weigh three kg. Hmm? Me that I weigh three kg. And the guys too, Adi, you mean the idea you may have made me so they will do it. See, who put your sister in China? You heard Ka. Oh, you be a book, not your uncle. The Bianasha food vampire, any bone in your body that has been broken, you see me near the Tremsa, your giant Zara Zakoakofa. Yes, it. I know some of you understand what I'm talking about. Some of the things the ladies want, I don't know where they got them from. Man of God, I want a man who has beard, but I don't like a man with mustache. Flowers, the design is any open. See, we will be in full and chair. So, maybe be bread. You see, maybe be because of what a certain lady is demanding. In your young guys, and in your hey, now they are no number that. This is a prostitute. You want to please her. You will die. You will die. I'm telling you. Come on, come Bible. So, obey Jaman Funti. Bema Bidi Panusinada. Obey Jaman Funti. You are taking your Kamusu to go and please a prostitute. Who told you you can please a, a prostitute? Who told you? Who said with destiny? No matter who say wounds on who wound them also. God have mercy on our young men. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey. You see the young ladies too. You want to get a certain kind of body shape. machine. So Silicone in how it be. Abba. Sister, if your body is straight like my own, 
like ruler. And the man, Obampaya Eko Nyamiti. Breakthroughs no eba. He doesn't look at your your bottles before he comes. Are you listening to me? Who did I? Are you listening to me? If your body is straight like ruler, like my own, no sheep. Eh, we don't use sheep to prosper in life. Your fellowship grow I'm not saying those with sheep will not know God. It is just adipose tissue. Hmm? And surplus flesh. It doesn't change anything. Neither will it add anything to your destiny. Are you listening to me? I know what I've seen. I'm saying it has entered somebody. You know, we person is Michael Jackson. Who's so, 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 black raster? So I said Michael Jackson. Koton sushi muzi akuse debi. Eno sushi demwa yoko. So why are you afraid? Amen. I know nobody here. It's under pressure to go and do unnecessary things. You want to keep a man. Sometimes you want to keep a man. You want to be slim so that you can keep your, your guy. People drink shenzin tea. And later they will now look very slim. And the guy will say, Oh, you are too slim. Somebody say, What's that? <laughs> you see? In fact, there was a lady that said he had a guy, but the guy said he cannot be in a relationship with a virgin. And then he said, the man of God, I love the guy, I want to keep him. But <laughs> not I'm feeling you want to feel it, the achievement of achievement. The guy said he doesn't want to be in a relationship with any virgin, and you are a virgin, and you love the man, you want to keep him. So what are you going to do? Maybe I need to get somebody to sleep with me so that I will be. Let me see. Yeah, my sisters, no be. If you want to say breast milk, no, they don't drink. They drink breast kerosene. Because I didn't mean you. I didn't mean yet. It's serious. Oh. Some of our dear sisters, 
When you are really looking for mad, you'll see a form in a cup and time. An anchor form. It's serious. I do you make up comment to who say a crown baby as a genie. is too much. It is serious. You really need to be careful. Hmm? You really need to be careful. You need to be careful. Amen. If you are here, you are believing God to get married anytime soon according to the will of God. May God help you. If the man or the woman has not yet shown up. I pray that the Lord will push the person towards your direction. If you are lacking funds, I pray that the Lord will bring forth financial increase to you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Some of you are already married, but things are tough financially. I pray because of you fulfilling a kingdom task of family, may God open the treasures of heaven unto you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, you will not struggle again. In this month of June, you will see victory on every side of your life. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you and keep all of you strong. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. May the Lord empower you all in Jesus' name. Please, if you are here, your marriage shouldn't fail. Are you listening to me? Waha, look as a good da. Yes, there are many things the enemy will do, but then we'll go for what the Lord says. Yeah, you heard your husband, I and react. No matter what happens in the marriage, there is always what God wants you to do. Go for that one. Don't say eh, he did it first, so I will do it. You will destroy your own life. That is the that is human wisdom. You will see what will happen to you later. So you are in, in a marriage, your husband cheated. Okay, me to go and cheat. Tit for tat. You don't have understand. That's why you are saying that. Your husband cheated. And he has opened the gate of the family to demons. Now, instead of you to stand in prayer, to sack them and close that gate, you also want to go and cheat. What you will do is that you will throw away the key. Who the want to suffer? one We are going to mean to the opponent down. And then, 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 be a boom. The financial difficulty drew on her head on and said, Be a refuge. Now, if business is cut from now, where you see you are losing money, you are doing this. 
destroy your life. That's what we keep doing. We don't go for what God has said. We only react based on what people have done to us. And that is why we keep struggling. A man of God, me didn't so tap into me or do all into me, 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 You will take it. There is a certain fruit of the spirit. It is called long suffering. It means you will suffer for long. <laughs> you will not do any negative thing. The world will call you a fool. It took now you see now that's what thing. To hear now, could you see pa and nobody or pa you see the crowd nonsense things. Don't let the society influence your dealings. Stay glued to the word of God. It is what God has said that will follow. I know somebody has duped you a certain amount of money. When you want to pray against them, the Lord will speak and say, And yes, Jane. You tell your friend, your friend will say, She, who did him? She, you did You see? Listen to what God is saying. Sometimes you would, you would think doing what your friend has said is the just way. But then you might end up putting yourself in a higher trouble. Always listen to the voice of the Spirit. I know that many of you listening to you are not talking to some people because they said something about you to your beloved. And that was how your beloved left you. It was a woman named Cassada. You see, who even told you that if you were, if you had been in the relationship with that beloved till now, things would have been right. May the Lord show us mercy. In the name of the Lord Jesus, make up your mind. Oh Lord, help me from today. It is what you want me to do that I would do. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me. That people will insult you. Uh, they will say you have done this. Meanwhile, you know you have not done it. You can just say one word to defend yourself. But you, the Lord will say, keep quiet and go. And you just listen to God. This is the way of peace. May the Lord help us. Some of us have problems in the Once we get to know that somebody is trying to take advantage of us, hey, any advantage, we'll react right now. No, take your time. Hear what the Lord is saying. Are you listening to me? Some people will come to him and ask for money. I'm struggling. I don't even have money to pay schools. Meanwhile, they have money. And you come, you give them money. They think they are troubling you. But you don't know you have done a good thing. The Lord will look at the heart and prosper you. 
be worried about all these things. When you realize that the person had money that just came to you to, you know, don't go say, hey, my friend, from Sikama, from Sikama, don't do that. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will prosper in everything you do. This month of June will be good unto you in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Please, God willing, this evening, I'm going to meet all the family life people. So please, family life, join us this evening at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. Amen. Family life, fire. The Lord bless you. In Jesus' precious might. If you understand the fire and you are still a single person, we have to take you to Osofuchi Abosom. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. We shall meet at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. The Lord bless you. If you feel led by the Spirit to release any seed, the number is 0240312551. 0240312551. God bless you. Kia Ruth Asari, God bless you. May the Lord favor you on this special day of your life. Receive abundance of grace even to prosper in life. In Jesus' precious mighty name, your marital door is opened in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. We shall meet. My sister, Lady Consuela, God bless you. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,